What's up, everybody? This is Brian here. Uh, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes sharing. Uh, well, let me maybe pause and say this first. Uh, we haven't done a lot of talking over the last couple of years and sharing new blog posts and new concepts and uh, different things we're working on because we've been working on trying to figure out how to sell more expensive, higher priced products on the Internet. And it's very different. For the first three years uh, of this business, we sold a online course that was priced between $500 and $2,000. That was called 10K Subs. And we got really good at selling that. We sold it primarily via email, via live launches. Uh, and welcome in, Bree and Todd. Uh, we got really good at selling them via live launches uh, that we'd have a couple times a year. Uh, but one thing we found in that type of product, an online self-paced course, is that the success rates of the people that bought them was extremely low for lots of reasons. That's probably the topic of another Facebook Live at some point. Uh, and we wanted to create a product and sell a product for years to come that actually worked well. And the people that bought it got the result they wanted and in very high percentages. So uh, example with an uh, online course, less than 5% of the people that bought got the result they wanted when they bought the course. Uh, with this new product we're selling, uh, over 80% of people that buy get the result they want. So we've shifted all of our product offerings from lower priced, self-paced, low touch offerings to higher priced, higher touch, guided, accountability driven, coach driven products. And the success rates have completely changed as we focused on that. Now, the problem from a business and marketing perspective is the way you sell a product like that is very different than the way the way you sell a $10,000 product is very different than the way you sell a $500 product. A $500 product, you can send a handful of emails out and you'll sell you know, a couple hundred of them if you have a list of any size. If a $10,000 product, people want to talk to you before they spend $10,000. You can't even, uh, on a lot of credit cards, will flag your credit card company and send you, uh, get you a fraud alert uh, if you try to charge that much money on a credit card. So you have to have a completely different sales funnel and process in order to do that. So I give you that background and preface to what I'm going to share today um, is... Uh, our process, what we figured out from trial, lots of trial, lots of error, and a handful of small successes, we've cobbled together a system that has worked really well for us over the last couple of years and really hitting our stride in the last six months at selling a higher priced online product. And that can be anything. You can apply this to lots of different types of businesses. And I, I pulled up this blog post because uh, we took we took all of the things we learned. We published this last week or the week before. Um all of the stuff we learned and put it into a blog post and basically shared the how-to and the step-by-step -step of everything by, we kind of took a different angle to the post. We didn't just share what we did. I took what we did and all the frameworks we developed and best practices we developed and applied it to a friend's business and said, hey, if they wanted to increase their sales, do all of this, we would rework if they hired us tomorrow and paid us X number of dollars, we would rework everything and we would see we our estimates were they would add um, over a million dollars of sales, I think was what it was. But then at the bottom, I included how other types of people would apply this to their business. So a uh, product has service like story tape, they could see these type of results, a subscription software company like Ahrefs could see these kind of results and an e-com business like Michael Hyatt's full focus planner could see these type of results. And here's how they would apply this. So this isn't just useful if you run a coaching program. It isn't just useful if you run an e-com company. This can be applied to any type of company uh, that wants to sell higher price product, bulk product, enterprise sales. If you want to do anything like that, 
um, where your price point exceeds the two to three thousand dollar mark you're going to need some version of what i'm going to show you today and we're not going to go super in depth you can go to the blog post and see lots and lots of details lots and lots of examples lots of other applications of how you would use this what i want to share here is have kind of a really this is just selfish for me I want to have a place documented where at this point, the snapshot in time on November 15th, 2019, what we're currently doing and how it works. So um, a couple numbers. We've spent the last 30 months testing all of this. We started, I don't know if my math is right. I think we started August of 2017 was the first time we ever sold a high ticket product. And uh, the cost of that one was $7,500. Since then, we've sold over $2 million of product. Uh, primarily this one coaching product um, through this method. So, and we've changed, if you talk, we did a presentation internally at the last team retreat uh, talking about all the stuff that's changed on the product level and the marketing level and how drastically different it's been from August, August of 2017 to November of 2019 now. Um, so this is, this, is the this is the final version. I'm sure if you fast forward two years, we'll, it'll look different than it is now. But this is what I finally feel good with. <laughs> Uh, if you're anything like me, when I start the process, I kind of think of any project in three phases. You have the the first phase, the MVP stage of like, I don't know if this will work. Let's just be super scrappy and throw it together and see what happens. I'm actually really good at that stage. I'm probably the best at that stage. And then you have the the middle stage of the project is the awkward teenage years. We're like, all right, it worked. Now let's like get the thing halfway useful. And then there's the third stage, which is maturity. And my, I don't relax until we hit maturity. Uh, I stay typically be, be tense and driven and pushing and trying to figure it out, trying to push and trying to figure out what's not working and why not and how we can make it better and how we can make it fit us and our culture. And sometimes in the MVP stage in awkward teenage years, like it doesn't fit our culture. And we do things that I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that, but let's do it for a couple more months and let's see what we, let's see where we get. And it takes that discovery process to figure out what our version is. And I finally feel confident now in that this is our version. Are there things to improve? Absolutely. Are there things that other people do better? Absolutely. Does this work for us really well? And is this a playbook that someone else can take and apply to their business? Absolutely. So I want to spend the rest of our time uh, just going over the five main steps of this funnel. Just how it works. I'll show you. I get screenshots. All these tabs are pulled up here. I'm going to show you screenshots of each step and just give you a high level overview of how it works. Um, and I'll take questions. So feel free to pop questions in. I got some, I'm using some software called Ecamm Live um, that streams to Facebook. So if you have any problems, let me know. If you have any questions, pop them in. I'll do my best to read those and answer them as we get, as we go. Uh, go to uh, growthtools.com slash blog and you can get this blog post, how to build a high-ticket sales funnel and marketing makeover at allgravy.io. And you can see everything that I'm teaching you applied for another company with a swipe file before and after as we remake their Facebook ad or remake their landing pages, their booking pages, their show up sequence, their sales script, the whole deal from scratch and give you kind of the methodologies and main things we look for in each one of those stages. So if you want to take this and apply it, uh, feel free to. Also, uh, well, no, that's enough. All right, so let's jump in. Um, there are, yeah, okay. There's five main steps to this funnel. Uh, step one is, and there, let me scroll down. There's a little graphic we made for this particular blog post. I'll zoom in on this. Uh, as a visual representation. Uh, step one, we have this listed as Facebook ad, but this is your traffic source. Like you gotta get people to your booking page in order to book a phone call with you. Cause this type of funnel, um, this type of funnel works by getting people on the phone. It doesn't work by sending an email and sending someone to a checkout form to pay you $10,000. This funnel works by 
you have like a typical, think about a typical course funnel. You would send emails out, you would problem agitate solve, have your video series or your pre-launch sequence out, you would open cart and a couple hundred people would buy uh, throughout and you have a closed cart at some point. This, all the basics of that are still in place, but they work completely differently. So instead of sending emails out or running Facebook ads or running partner webinars or whatever your, your source of generating leads is or interest is, instead of doing that, all of your call to actions are sent to one thing and that's to book a phone call to talk with you. Because before someone pays you money, pays you $10,000 or $5,000 or $50,000, whatever the price point of your service or product is, they want to talk to a human at that price point. So, and for this, the sake of this example and walking through the funnel today, I'm going to show you how we do this with Facebook ads because a lot of you are interested in that and use that as your first source. Uh, we do lots of different sources of traffic, but let's use Facebook ads as our, as our example throughout this. So stage one is the Facebook ad. We do, and you, as you, some of you might be really versed on these types of funnels. Some of you, this might be the first time you've ever even heard of this concept. Um, if it's the, if it's the first time you've heard of the concept, this will be new. If it's something that you've seen before, you probably haven't seen this angle to it before. This is something we found. Uh, I'm sure other people do it. I haven't seen other people do it, but this is something we found to be really effective. Uh, this particular way we run Facebook ads and the particular type of front end funnel we use to book calls. And that is this, we don't run ads to book a call. <laughs> We used to, we tried that, it works. The problem is if you send cold Facebook traffic to a page that says, hey, jump on a call with me, your cost to book a call is typically over $500. Now you could run into a webinar, you could run into all kinds of stuff. Here's what we found to work for us and something that uh, works in our business model. Run ads to a lead magnet, a really attractive, crunchy, immediate gratification lead magnet that also sets them up well for the product and service you're going to offer. So in this specific case, we actually give away an email sales sequence. So this ad, I don't have, I didn't click expand, but how does a new online course creator do over $20,000 in sales with a $197 product from his first launch? So this is a case study from my friend and student, Joseph Michael of LearnScript Interface. And what you actually download here are the, whatever, eight emails or five emails. It's the actual emails he sent to his list. That's what this lead magnet is for. So you see this Facebook ad, that's step one of the process. After you see the, the Facebook ad, you click on the Facebook ad and you go to a landing page. This is a sample page. This isn't the actual page. You could go check out our Facebook ad account, see all the ads are running and go reverse, reverse engineer it if you want to. But this is what the, the landing page, one of the variations looks like. You click the ad for the lead magnet. You come to a landing page where you actually enter your contact information to get the lead magnet, to get this email sequence. So get Get your copy of the six-part product launch sequence now. Download the six-part email sequence one of our students used to generate $20,000. So you enter your email address. And then I'm going to tell you why we do this lead magnet piece first, because this is something many people that run these types of funnels don't do. And I'll show you why it works and why we found it to be a good thing. After you enter your email address, you then go to a... Oh, shoot. I pulled up the wrong one. Stand by. Did I pull up the wrong thing? This is actually... All right, so hang tight. I thought I prepped everything well, but I did not. So this page is not the page you go to. After Hi, Brian here again. Looks like you booked your call. Good job. I am genuinely excited for our team to help you. There we go. All right, you're going to go to a page, and I'm going to talk and see if I can pull this up while, we're, while I'm looking here. Uh, you actually go to a page that, yeah, here we go. Let me stop talking and just pull it up quicker. That thanks you call booking page. Is this it? Yeah, here we go. All right. Pardon the interruption. All right. So at, let's walk back through here. Make sure you understand. So Facebook ad lead magnet, go to a landing page where you enter your email address and you get the lead magnet. The thank you page after entering your email address is this page or a page very similar to this. It says at the top, your email scripts will be in your inbox within five to 10 minutes. 
So this page says that's where the email scripts are. And now it gets them to do the thing we actually want them to do, the next step. The first step was get the lead magnet. The next step is now I want you to book a call with me. So claim your complimentary one-on-one strategy session with our certified marketing coach. Here's how. There's a video that frames you up really well for that call. Watch that video, look through it. Uh, and then there's a call booking form right here where you can actually book a, book a call with us. After you've booked a call, it then sends you to this page. This is kind of a just a sub note. This isn't a main part of the funnel, but it just sends you to a page that sets expectations for the call, reinforces that you need to show up on time, all that stuff. Um, so three major steps so far. Facebook ad with a lead magnet, really crunchy immediate gratification item. Second step is once I click the ad, they go to a landing page. On that landing page, it reinforces the lead magnet we talked about in the Facebook ad. Gives them a way to get it, enter your email address to get it. After they've entered the email address, they go to a thank you page. This is the key difference in most of these funnels. They go to a thank you page that then asks them to book the call. So what happens here is really interesting. Instead of only getting less than 1% of people to book a call in an ad in a funnel that runs straight to call booking, we collect way more leads. You know, we have... Like our goal is to get 5% of the people that land on this page, the thank you page people to book a call. That means 95% of people that are downloading the lead magnet aren't booking a call right away at least. So we're able to collect all of those leads, nurture them and send them calls to actions to book calls or, or more content, relationship building stuff like this Facebook live or a blog post or whatever, warm them up and ask them to book a call later. So we don't just get call booking people. We're able to get people who are interested in the general topic that our product helps them with growing your business. Here's an email launch sequence that'll grow your business and captures them as a lead, helps us to nurture them, gives us a way to contact them. And then we're able to liquidate that ad spend and actually generally generate about a 1.5 to 2X on our ad spend in a given month just by having them book a call and selling to those people right off the bat. Now these people are typically harder to sell to. So the close rates on them are lower than people that have been on the list for a while because they're straight up cold Facebook traffic that have just seen a random ad on Facebook, downloaded it, went to a thank you page, saw, hmm, yeah, I'd like someone to talk to me about, talk with a marketing coach about growing my business. That sounds good. And they book a call there. So no show rates on those people are higher. Close rates on those people are lower, but they still are able to liquidate the ad spend or cover the ad spend we spend that month and make a little money from it as well. And from follow-up, we generally generate about 60% of our sales from the follow-up to the people that never booked a call. The people that downloaded a lead magnet that didn't book a call. So, all right, I'm getting in the weeds a little bit. Let's stay high level and we'll come back to some of these particular. So the main parts of this funnel, number one is the ad. Number two is the lead magnet download page. Number three is on the thank you page. You send, you ask them to book a call and you frame up why they want to book a call. So in this video, we could take the time to watch it. We won't, you can watch that offline. Uh, we actually frame up, hey, we're going to do a 17 point marketing audit of your business, surface a few cool concepts for you that can help grow your business you haven't thought of before. And if it makes sense, we'll tell you about uh, what it would look like for us to coach you through doing those things. And this video tells them the intent for the call and then the call itself mirrors exactly that. All right, so after they download the lead magnet, they book a call with us. Then we send them, and this is way too much information, but we send them a series of emails and text messages to remind them to show up for the call. This is really basic, but really important, especially if you're running cold traffic to a funnel like this. Remind people to show up, especially if you're booking out very far at all. If you're booking out more than a day or two, you book out seven days or 14 days or 21 days, you get cold traffic booking out that far. And your no-show rates of people that actually answer the, call, the phone when you call them will be really low. So we send them a, a series of simple reminders, just reminding them of the reason they booked the call, reminding them of what they'll get from it, showing them a few results videos so they're kind of excited about it. And you get down to like the, the reminder that goes out, I think 15 minutes before, and it says, hey, it's almost time. I'll give you a call in an hour. <laughs> uh, just a quick reminder. We'll be calling you in an hour. Like, Make sure you answer the phone. Uh, so a couple of reminder emails. And the last piece is the sell script. 
This is what we do on the call itself. And we're not going to go in the weeds on this. This is a, a little bit older version of the script we use. This is what happens on the call. Three main parts. Part one is qualify. So we actually qualify them to make sure that they're ready to grow their business right now and able to grow their business right now. So we'll ask them a series of questions to do that. Part two is the actual coaching piece and analysis piece of the piece of the call. We'll actually analyze their business through our ATM framework, which is basically just the three pillars you need to grow a business, attracting leads, teaching them and growing a relationship with them, and then monetizing them. We'll audit their business within those three pillars to see which one they need help on. And then we'll provide them one or two ideas they can use to grow their business based on the area of need. Uh, yeah, uh, Arlena, we use a tool called schedule once to actually book the call and it actually handles the reminders as well. And then the third part of the call script is the offer. So in the first part, we qualify them to make sure like if I were going to sit down with you and, co and coach you, what would I want to make sure you had before we even took the time to sit down? Like, are you interested in growing your business right now? Are you able to spend time? Are you able to spend a little bit of money? Are you like, do you have a, a business mindset versus a consumer mindset, like an owner mindset versus a consumer mindset? A consumer is thinks, Hey, I want to find the cheapest version. I want to spend comparisons. I want to do all this stuff. A business owner thinks, Hey, if I could trade a hundred dollars for a thousand dollars, I'll do that all day long. I want to make sure you're just mentally framed up and ready to grow. That's the whole point of qualification on the call. Second part of the call, we want to audit their business. We want to walk them through our framework for growing and find out which point they have the most pain with now and give them one or two ideas on how to fix that, like specific strategy things to do. So they could walk away from the call at this point and feel like they got value out of the call. And the third piece is we then transition to, and uh, if it makes sense, if it seems like, yeah, this person would be a good fit, we can help them, they're ready to grow, they get the right mindset, we'll then walk them through our offer. And our offer is we'll make a 100% custom marketing plan for you. We'll give you all the playbooks you need to execute that marketing plan. And we'll coach you through one-on-one -on -one through the entire process. Um, yeah, so that's the offer. So those are the five main pieces of the funnel. Ad, this could be an email. This could be a webinar. We use the, um, the specific example I'm giving you now is an ad for a lead magnet. That lead magnet then leads to a landing page where they enter their email address. They get the lead magnet you offered. On the thank you page for that, they're able to get information about a one-on-one -on -one call they could get. So like, just think about it from a, from a like you're scrolling through Facebook. You've probably, if you're in any kind of Facebook at all, you probably have seen our ad somewhere. So you've probably seen an ad similar to this. You're scrolling through Facebook. You're like, oh, that's a really cool lead magnet. I could really use that. You click that lead magnet. You, you enter your contact information. You know the drill. You come to the page and like, hey, would you like to get on a one-on-one -on -one call to talk about this even more? Would you like me to look at your funnel and make sure it's working right and see where you could get help at? If so, book a call. It's free. So it's, it's a value add in addition to that. Then we send you a couple of reminder emails to make sure, make sure you show up. And on the call, we talk through your business with you. We audit things for you, give you a couple of cool ideas. And if it makes sense, we pitch you coaching you one-on-one -on -one over the next year to double your revenue. So that's the funnel. That's how it works. Um, five main stages, the Facebook ad, the landing page, scheduling the call, the email sequence to show up and the call itself. Any questions on that? If you want really a, a, an a extreme amount of detail on this, with examples of like, what would this look like if I applied it to my business? We wrote this blog post over at growthtools.com slash blog that walks you through my friend, um, Casey Grammer is a company called Gravy Solutions. They do payment recovery for subscription-based businesses and payment plan-based businesses. Uh, and they do like their typical customer is worth $1,800 a month between the retainer and the percentage they make from the payments recovered. Uh, and they typically retain a customer for over a year. So a customer is worth over $10,000 a year for them. Some of them much more than that. But their basic funnel is this. They run ads or content marketing or partnerships of some sort. 
They go to a call booking page, they get on the phone and they walk through, make sure you're qualified. And if so, they tell you about the product. So we went through like, all right, if we were to apply everything we learned to their business, the lead magnet approach, our reminder sequence approach, how we do call scripting, how we do booking page stuff, all the optimizations we found over the last 30 months, what would we do? And this post answered that. This post goes, here's the Facebook ad they write currently. Here's the new Facebook ad we would run if we were them. Here's the landing page they have currently. It's a big old blog post that has a really low conversion rate. We designed a new landing page for them. Here's the landing page that we would run. Uh, here is the call, but here's the thank you page we would have. So once they've downloaded a lead magnet, here's the thank you page we'd have to book a call with them. Um, here is the reminder sequence they have now. And here's the reminder sequence we would run if they were them. We give you a link to the full sequence. Um, and then we give you um, a little auditing of their call booking process and then give them a brand new email script as well. A brand new call script for the call. So you can see the full detailed call script in here linked to as well of how we would do the call. Because the call is a big deal. If you haven't done phone sales before, that can be intimidating. Uh, so we included a few examples and a call script for that as well. So hopefully this got, hopefully this helps you. Um, this is what we've been working on and trying to figure out for the last 30 months. And it's working. It works well. It takes a lot of work. It's not as easy as sending three emails out. But this has been fun. And this product that we're able to, it's really hard to sell a product that has a, that's able to double your business in a year or get your business at $10,000 a month if you're not there yet and charge $500 for it and have a high success rate. So in order to justify that, we have to increase the price, but we also have to get more sophisticated with how we sell. All right. Could you start this funnel with an email to your whole list? Absolutely, Chad. If you're on the list, you've seen a booking email sent to us before. In that case, I probably wouldn't take the lead magnet approach. I'd probably just send them straight to a call booking page. So just dig back through, type in bh at videofruit.com or bh at growthtools.com. I don't know which email we send from these days. Uh, and just look at some emails we've sent, not the content emails, but notice the emails that actually book calls and go model those, make your own. Uh, but absolutely, you can totally start at Chad with an email to your list. And you could also, I mean, you could build this. We haven't done this really, but you could build this into a typical launch sequence. Like Chad, if you have like a pre-launch sequence that typically sells the course, use the same pre-launch sequence to get your, your audience a lot mentally aligned for what you're about to pitch them. And instead of asking them to go to a cart to buy, ask them to go to the phone to book a call. Like a lot of people, the most popular way to sell the product like this is running ads or running lists or running partnerships to a webinar. And on the webinar, you spend an hour warming them up and then they have a book a call. <laughs> we found this to work really well, almost the same closing rates with a lot less effort and it's a more of a unique approach. So it typically works better in the market. Does this work for SaaS? Absolutely. We actually include, uh, Ruben, an example of how a SaaS company would use this at the very bottom, how, Ahre how if we were Ahrefs, how we would apply this to their business. So you can go read that inside of the blog post, get a bunch of details on that. Same thing for e-com, same thing for a product as service business as well. All right, let's see. Let me go through chat here. How do you filter out the people who would never spend near 10K? That's a good question. So um, the call booking form is a place to do that. So this is the booking page. Remember the thank you page after the download the lead magnet. On that booking form, I'm just gonna come in here and pick a time. There's a handful of questions on the form and we use those forms to screen people out. We have a couple of them. I don't remember which ones they are because we kind of tweak them based on availability. Uh, like example, do you consider yourself responsible and commit to showing up on this meeting on time? If you say no, you, you just get canceled immediately. <laughs> Another one is how much money do you have to invest into growing your business? If it's $0, I don't have the money to invest in my business at all. This is just not uh, the right time. You get auto canceled as well. Anybody that says they have money or it is the right time, you're a good lead. Let's talk. We'll, we'll do the other screening in the first five minutes of the call. And that's where on the call script, this part one qualify comes in. Because some people will just put stuff on a form. 
So just spend the first five to 10 minutes of the call qualifying them. Another thing you can do if you're a one-man show is use um, uh, use a more in-depth qualifying process, like have 15 questions there. Run them into a webinar first. Like we want lots of bookings. We want lots of calls so that we can find the best people. There's other approaches where we have less volume, but higher quality. Uh, but th that's the way you do it. You, hand, you use your application to do that. What's the lowest price for a product selling on a call would work for? You have to run your own economics because that depends on profit margin of your product. But the lowest I've seen people running this for is $3,000. Um, I've seen it work as high as $100,000. So, Do you offer a downsell for those that simply can't make the budget? Uh, we don't downsell on the call. There's lots of psychological reasons for that. Not for the buyer, but for us. <laughs> if you give a sales team an out to sell a lower ticket product, your sales rate of the higher ticket product will drop like a rock and the sales rate of the lower ticket product will go up. Uh, what we'll do, we do have a secondary product. It's a uh, cohorted, like we call them accelerators. They're four week live online courses. Their success rates are even higher because they're a smaller, smaller thing we're tackling, uh, like 95, 97% success rate. They're $500. Um, so they're lower ticket, but we don't sell those on the phone. So you would, if they if they booked a call, they're on the email list, most likely, uh, and they're going to see an email promotion for that once a month. But we don't do it on the call. What's the best example of a product has done for you service you've seen this work for? Uh, this is a little meta, but there's a guy named Joel Irway who does this for webinars. Uh, he'll do webinars for you and he sells that all on the phone. Done for you webinar creation service. Um, yeah, but man, here's the thing. The, the marketing stuff that works the best is when you take stuff from one industry and apply it to another. When you can cut, when you take, like we were putting together some webinar stuff yesterday and we were studying a bunch of webinars and we took somebody's intro, another person's teaching material and our typical clothes and combine them all together. Great webinar. <laughs> so take this and apply it to your, who cares if someone's done it in another industry before go do it and totally work. Like, I mean, this is the basic approach we took to selling $5 million conveyor systems to UPS and FedEx and Amazon at the last company I worked at. It's all phone sale stuff. Uh, let's see. What other questions do you have? Do you have an, do you allude to the price point somewhere so they can filter themselves out? I don't think we do. No, because here's the deal. Like if you're running into cold traffic, not people you don't have relationships with. Uh, and, and like, if I walked to you on the street and said, who asked that question? Uh, where's that? Yeah. This is growth university. Yeah. Sherry. I mean, if you're in growth university, you went through this process verbatim. <laughs> uh, so you've seen it from the end point. Oh yeah. Okay. So Stefan said, do you allude to the price point somewhere so they can filter themselves out? Uh, we will screen. I don't like starting a give a lead magnet with, can you afford it? Will you pay me $10,000? Well, like, I don't even know if you're selling yet. No, <laughs> but maybe like, I think that's the, the part of the sales process is to get them to the point. One, disqualify someone who isn't the right fit, but an assumption we make going into the sales call is if you live in, if you live in a, uh, if you live in the first world, if you don't live in a third world country, a developing country, and you don't have a disability, you can afford it because you can. This is the, literally the best time in human history to afford anything. You, ha you have a $8,000 car or a $40,000 car or a $100,000 house. Like You have made it work to figure out how to do it. The job of our sales team is to inspire you, motivate you, and show you why this is the thing that will make the difference in growing your business, how you will double your business or get to $10,000 a month by the end of your first year. So that's the job of the sales team is to inspire, motivate, and show you. The fact that you may not say I'll have $10,000, like we have, <laughs> we had this the other day because we've talked around 
uh, money qualification a lot on coaching up our sales team. And we've had people on a call say at the start of the call, hey, I just want to tell you up front, I have $100 in my bank account. I'm not going to buy anything today. And by the end of the call, they have full paid the seven to $10,000 for the thing. Where did that money come from? Like literally, you had, you supposedly had $100 in your bank account when we started and you just paid us seven grand full pay at the end of the call. So there's an inspiration motivation showing you that somehow magically makes money conjure out of thin air. Um, that if you ask that, if you get ag hyperly aggressive on asking that on the front end, you'll screen out a lot of buyers. We have over 40% of our buyers who would screen out if we asked them on the front end if they had the money. So we do that but we do it in different ways. And these are the two questions we ask. You can do it in your own, do it, experiment for yourself. We found this to work for us. How much money do you have to invest in to grow in your business? As long as they put a dollar amount, we will talk to you and we make the assumption that you either have it or can figure it out how to get it. Same thing with time. Like, can you show up? Yes or no? These are the two questions we disqualify the call for. In other words, if they followed the steps and did not hit their 10K per month, do they expect a refund? No, we do not offer refunds and guarantees in this program. Nope. There's a whole bunch of talk tracks on that specifically, but no is the short answer. Uh, do you have a good sales team to support this? Yeah, I started off taking the calls myself. Did the first however many sales myself. Now we have three sales, uh, sales team of three people uh, that do this all day, every day. Um, selling a monthly category. Uh, this font on this is so small. I have a hard time reading y'all's name. So Katana, I think I'm saying that right. I'm selling a monthly challenge membership. How would you suggest tweaking this for that? If your price point is below three grand, I wouldn't. If you want to set, if your if your membership is a twenty thousand dollar year membership, do it. Like do exactly that. <laughs> Just take the copy and model it for your offer. Thanks, great answers. In other words, if they followed the steps and did not hit, do people ask for a guarantee? Yeah, we they ask for guarantees occasionally. We just have good talk tracks around that. Like. Uh, I don't remember them because I'm not on the phone every day doing that. But uh, basically, like we're not a silver bullet for you. We're a coach. We're not doing it for you. So, you know, if you come in and that's all that's all mindset stuff. If you're asking for a guarantee, then you're looking for a way out from the beginning. And that's not the type of people we want to work with. Like we want to work with people who are sold out, hustle, like ready to go. They just need a plan. They need someone who's done it before to make a plan for them. They need the playbooks to execute to do it. And they need someone to hold them accountable and coach them. They're not looking for escape patches along the whole way. So there's good talk tracks the sales team has for that. I don't know them off the top of my head, but we can share those in the future. That'd be a cool thing to share. We have like a big document that's all the most common objections and mindset things and how to answer them and how to talk through them. It's been super interesting to me. We have a sales manager that coaches the sales team through that. Uh, it's been fun to put those together and see those. I've, I've learned a ton by, by watching them. Um, if your product is under 3k, what should you do different? You should not do this high ticket sales funnel. You should watch Google. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the post uh, video fruit online course sell. Let's see if that pulls up. Yeah, here you go. How to launch an online course video for Google that look at this post. That's how we sold 500 to $3,000 products. It'll walk you through the whole process for that different topic, but good question. What else? Anybody else have any other questions? We're a little over time. About to go to lunch. What tool service do you use to, for the booking form? Schedule Once is the name of the tool. There's a bunch of them, but that's what we use. Anybody else have any questions? Yeah. We'll maybe put that together for public use at some point. I also don't want to give my competitors the exact stuff we use for everything. So we'll make it a little harder for them. But maybe we can make a like the top five objections and how we handle them or how we think through objection handling and that kind of thing because that's, that's big. But hey, don't invent objections for yourself either. 
if you're if your hesitancy to starting something like this or tweaking something like this is what if I get this objection? I don't know how to answer it. Like get the objection first. Don't invent it. What about if I'm leading traffic into a landing page that takes them into a webinar, then the sales coaching call, and also if I give them the option to purchase my online course, is that okay strategy? Webinar to booking is great. Webinar to booking to maybe buy this course as well, not great. One offer. You could have another product in your in your on your business, but on a webinar, I wouldn't pitch two products. Will this be really used to upsell your current students? Absolutely. You need less work to do that. Actually, I mean, we have campaigns that go out to old customers at 10K subs and RLB and Slingshot, different stuff we sold in the past all the time. Uh, those people upgrade at much higher rates. You do the same thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily do the, the lead magnet approach for them. I might just run them straight into a call. Just make, like, think, this may be a key point. Think about the call as a lead magnet. Like, it, it should be a valuable resource that you talk about all the time. Like, hey, would you like to get on the call with me or my team? And for us to do X, Y, create the perfect diet plan for you, or audit your business for you, or look at your copy for you, or redesign your website for you, or optimize, whatever your thing is, like the call should should not completely fulfill it, but you should learn about them, give them some practical tips, and then transition to the sell. Those are the three main pieces. The, the qualification, uh, the audit, or the, the actual content piece, and then the offer. You could, it's just like, it's just like a, a webinar they're signing up for, or a uh, a lead magnet of some sort or a free course. Like you just happen to do it on a sales call instead. And think about, are you going to build a better relationship and more trust on a call for an hour with someone or on an email sequence that someone maybe opens three of the 10 emails? Obviously the phone call. Uh, best idea for a funnel challenge you've seen. I haven't run any funnel challenges. Um, somebody's running a bunch of ads on that from some click funnels thing right now, but I, I don't know. I haven't run a challenge funnel. This has been one of the better webinars I've attended. Good. <laughs> Uh, how to sell to people in first world countries. What? I don't know what you're talking about there. My point in the first world country thing is if you have someone on the phone that doesn't have a mental disability or they don't live in one of the poorest places in the world, they can afford it. They either have the money or they can find the money. If it's a money objection, it's really you didn't sell them on the value of the program or whatever you're offering. How is not selling 10K subs adding up total revenue for you? I don't get your question. How is it affecting revenue? I mean, it took, it went down because we knew how to sell that. We stopped selling it. We tried to figure out how to sell another thing, but I'm very glad of the business decision. We're pressing go on marketing and growth for the first time in three years. So that's fun. But uh, yeah, none of these have been like great, like starting with, I always love starting with what is, what is our goal for our, like we have goals for the company. I have two goals for the company, an external goal, grow our clients' businesses by a hundred million dollars. That's our external goal. We have an internal goal. I won't share that. Uh, most people lead with their ex their internal goal. Like I want to do this and I want to buy this and I want this much money or I want this kind of company. We lead with our, our customer success goal. We want our customers to grow their businesses by a hundred million dollars. That will not happen with online courses. What happens with an online course, all the testimonials will see they're the 5% or less of people who actually had success. The other 95% didn't because they quit. Just, they don't like, they're great. They have a purpose. I'm not poo-pooing online courses. They're just not the best thing that exists for getting our goal. So we like, I like to start with what is our goal for our customers? Let's reverse engineer everything for that. Even if it maybe decreases revenue, like in the short term, that's fine. Like we're not like, I'm in this for a long time, not for the next three years to make as much money as possible. So we just make different decisions and that, that might hurt us in the short term revenue wise, but I don't care. Like we're, 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 we're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, the video will be late. As soon as I end, I think you can just rewind it on Facebook. I'll load it into the podcast too. Lessonspodcast.com. Uh, if you don't subscribe to the podcast, it's a little personal podcast I do. You can hear more random rants like this there. Um, all right. I think that's it. All right. We're a little over time. 
time for lunch. Appreciate y'all. Uh, feel free to ask questions in the chat. If you have anything watching the replay or whatever, we'll uh, be paying attention to that. Um, maybe jump in and ask questions. And if you have other things you'd like to see insight to, we'll maybe try to do these Facebook lives every so often. So you get some more uh, insights into what we're doing. All right. Appreciate y'all. Have a good day. just finished doing a Facebook live where I shared what we've been working on marketing wise over the last 30 months and a big, big initiative we've been trying to figure out. We finally, um, at least figured out the basics and got it working really well. So I'm going to just, I just clip the audio of this. Feel free to go to the growth tools, Facebook page to see the video version with screenshots and everything that I'll be sharing, but I clipped the audio out thought I'd share it here. And I thought this might be something you enjoy.